What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Mad Men Show. I'm your host, Alec Ryer, here with Brady Mashed Potato Wells. Good morning. I have my jersey on today, by the way. Oh, you do? I don't have any of mine on. Oh. As you guys... As the, They're lame. As the people at home can see. I have plenty <laughs> of jerseys. I just didn't throw it on today. All right? It's literally right behind me in my closet, but I didn't, didn't put it on. No big deal. Today we got our 2.0 mock draft. Just one round. First round mock draft. Um... So we'll get into that in just a second. But first, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at MadMenFF. You can follow Brady at FFMashTaters, FF underscore MashTaters, apologies. And you can follow me at the FF underscore Madman. Madman. Uh, yeah. Uh, this will be uploaded to YouTube. So hello, YouTube. What's going on? Uh, like and subscribe for more content. We'll be doing a couple more of these and a couple more videos in the future. Uh, and your support is greatly appreciated. So, yeah, like, subscribe. Uh, we're on Spotify. So we do these as, as podcasts, so you can listen to them in your car while you're sitting in traffic. All good, all good. Uh, we're also on uh, Apple Music now. That's, I mean, it's been a thing Yay! for a while, but I didn't, I didn't know about it. <laughs> we realized we're on Apple Music. Yeah. It's so, new. Yeah. It's new to us. It's new to you. Yeah. It's new to us. It's new to you. All right. All right. We do live stream these shows for you guys listening on on your phone, in your car, wherever you might be listening, or on YouTube. We do these on twitch.tv slash ffmadmen. Uh, so you guys can get involved. If you guys want to ask questions, give us your takes on what we're talking about, hop on in. Tell us how dumb we are for having Joe Burrow go first overall. Spoilers. We don't now, see now. Do we even do the show anymore? You just ruined the entire show. All right, all right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. As Brady just said, with the number one overall pick in our 2.0 mock draft, it's Joe Burrow. Still, we had this in the 1.0. It's not going to change. I don't think it should not change. Yet. No, I don't There's... see it changing. No, I think he is going to – there's – they've come out and he's come out and kind of said, like, I, I do have some power in this, like, and it's not 100% absolutely set in stone, I guess, but it's like 98%. He's, he's going to be in a good situation. I think he'll like it there, and he's from Ohio. So. Like, yeah, he's from Ohio. He was Ohio's Mr. Football coming out of college when he went to Ohio State and then transferred to LSU. I I, I, like I just don't understand why he would be so hesitant about it. I mean, I know the Bengals are. I think he's just saying it to say it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a possibility that something changes, but for now, like we're just, and just like everybody else, we're all in on Joe Burrow to the Bengals. So if if Joe Burrow pulls what I guess the media is calling an Eli Manning, which is right, dumb. Do they go right. Tua or do they go Chase Young? I would go Chase Young. Okay, I agree with you. I, I would go Chase Young. I wouldn't take it's not if it's not Burrow. I'm going Chase Young. Right? Yeah, yeah. All right, on number two again. We kind of spoiled this one. Number two overall, really. probably the best player in the draft according to me and Brady and a lot of people actually. Yeah, uh, Chase Young to the Washington Redskins. Uh, yeah, I. What can you say about <laughs> Chase Young? Player. He's the, the best Reds- player in the draft. As long as the Bengals still take Burrow, you, you can't pass on Chase Young. No, he will, if, if he's he on will the make, board, you don't you don't pass on him. He will make he will impact every play. That's the type of player he's going to be. Yep. 
I agree. I agree. So Chase Young scenario. Chase Young goes first. Who goes second? Who does the Redskin will stay? Probably Okuda. Okay, I would also say Okuda. Or Simmons. Okuda or Simmons. I can see yeah, Simmons. No. They, they have Ron Rivera. Their defense was really spotty. Uh, I'd either player. I really like Okuda. I don't necessarily know the Redskins needs off the top of my head. If it's it more would be a corner. Teams. They released Josh Norman, but he was always a already a liability in the secondary. Yeah, so that'd probably be Okuda then. Yeah. If, well, with number three. Also, there's no trades in this mock draft. Our next mock draft will have uh, trades in it. Oh. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> this is the first time Brady's hearing this. Uh, oh <laughs> our boy. next mock draft will have trades, so we'll have. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. I sneezed. I sneezed. Number three overall, the Detroit Lions, they take Jeffrey Okuda. So our top three remain the same in from our 1.0. Love Okuda, man. But, I mean, it's the, probably the best three players in the draft. Yeah. He is getting grades similar to Jalen Ramsey out of college. That's, that's how good he is. Yeah. J- uh, Jalen Ramsey and Darrell Rivas. And those are two lockdown yeah. corners. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jeffrey Okuda, number three of the Lions. Um, just best player, I think, here, yeah. too. I I mean, I've seen to where, you know, the Dolphins trade up from five. Because they're right. afraid maybe the, the Lions go quarterback and they go Tua. Yeah. I've seen I've seen the Lions taking a quarterback and they go Tua. Yeah. I keep sneezing. God. Yeah, you do. And then the Chargers. I've seen the Chargers trade up to this spot as well. Yeah. Everyone kind of jumping up at three to get Tua or Herbert, maybe. I mean, Herbert's yeah. been flying up boards. I really like Herbert. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go on number four. Yeah. We'll go on number four is the first change in our mock draft. Number four, the New York Giants select Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Um, top five player in the draft for me. At least. Absolutely. I mean, oh the guy's just a, a monster. He's just like this linebacker safety hybrid that is going to be able to cover every single, like all running backs, all tight ends. He's going to make every tackle. He's going to run sideline to sideline. He's just the linebacker position kind of gets lost sometimes, I think, and he is just so so good. He's going to be really good. Yeah, just his versatility to be able to line up, you know, as an inside linebacker, outside linebacker. He can, you know, he can rush the passer. He can cover slot receivers, which is what he did most of the time his senior year at Clemson. Yeah, the quarterback's going to have to find him on every play. Yep. Instead of you know. Where's the mic? It's where's Isaiah? Where's Isaiah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. On number five, we still have Miami taking Tua Tagovailoa. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, think it changes yet. It uh, not yet with the with you know with Philip Rivers not coming back to San Diego, and I've heard rumblings that Miami might trade up even to the one spot to take Burrow, and Burrow would rather be in Miami for some reason. No, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's all going to depend on really the number one overall pick. Then it comes down if it's if you know number one Bengals take Joe Burrow, the top five probably becomes a little bit more predictable. Right. Yeah. Once that messes up, which yeah. of course it may. Yeah, and you know the Dolphins could trade up. The Chargers could trade up. The Colts might trade up. Those are all candidates yeah. to trade up into the top five. A lot of people have said Tua, outside of injury, is the best quarterback in this draft, even with how great Joe Burrow played. 
in uh, you in know, this past I, season. That is a good take. I could get behind that. I, he his pure mechanics. I mean, if you look at his stats, I mean, twenty eight hundred yards, thirty three touchdowns, and three ints, and he did that in an injury shortened season. I mean, yeah. Numbers aren't everything. I mean, Joe Burrow threw sixty touchdowns, but yeah, I mean, on the best team in college football. Ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got a plus arm. His footwork is insane. It's it's literally yeah, injuries. He is left handed, so it's very different. Uh, I like two in Miami. I just because again, I think I said it last time. I think he has a he's in a position to sit and wait and make sure he's healthy. Uh, there are other places like Bengals and uh, and the Chargers that not necessarily. They don't necessarily have that luxury. No, if you're going into Cincinnati, you're starting pretty much day one. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to go with Ryan Finley. Yeah. Or you're going to sign a veteran. Th- th- those teams can't not be com- – they just feel like they can't not be competitive. Like, the Bengals have not been competitive for a while. Like, they need to be competitive. And then the Chargers have too much talent to not be com- like be competitive right now. Yeah, I agree. But the Dolphins, it's like they – they know what's happening, and they have Ryan Fitzpatrick in position where they can be. I think they can be competitive for another year, at least, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And all these new draft picks. They've all, yeah, they've got three first-round draft picks. I'm sure that – I think they have at least two second-round draft picks, if I'm not mistaken. But You're not competitive. You're not selling tickets. And it is, it is part of this. But... Yeah. Tua would definitely sell some tickets in Miami. Yeah. Even right. though he's not playing. Yeah, I mean, I actually have family that have season tickets to Dolphins games, and they go really? to all the home games. They even go to the away games. That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. All right, on to number six. Still, this was a tough one for us. We we took a little bit to deliberate on this one, but we stuck with the offensive line. We did. Yes. Jedrick Wells out of Alabama going number six. We our our argument was, you need an offensive line to protect a quarterback. Especially a young quarterback. Yeah, especially a young quarterback. So we, we thought about Herbert here. We went with O-line before the quarterback, not quarterback before the O-line, essentially. Yes. You've got to keep the quarterback way. upright. Their offensive line is in trouble. Yes. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. And, like, in trouble to the point where you're taking Jedrick Wills over Herbert. Like, that's that's how bad it is. Yeah, first first offensive tackle off the board. Uh, in our 1.0, it was Andrew Thomas who went at four, but Jedrick Wills. Jedrick Wills. He's he's just a monster. I mean, look at that. Look at the picture that we've we've given you guys. This is a beefcake. Look at that guy. No one's getting by him. <laughs> Not a lot of people are getting by him. His NFL comparison is Jason Peters. He's a Hall of Fame offensive tackle. Like again, you can't base your drafts off NFL comparisons. But if you're going to be can. compared to Compared to as an offensive tackle, I would love to be compared to Jason Peters. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, great in pass protection. You know, good foot speed for a guy his size. And yeah, he's a right tackle. They need all of the offensive line. But it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> They'll sign somebody too. Hopefully, hopefully they. Yeah. they Goodness. Depends on what they hopefully, do with the running back. Hopefully, situation. they don't do what the Bengals did last year, which was ah, f it, we'll be fine. Yeah, they were not fine. Well, they they drafted offensive tackle Jonah Williams last year, but he didn't. didn't get, he got he, hurt. He got hurt. Didn't play the entire season. So they have him back. Yeah. So that that will be a plus for uh, whatever quarterback goes to Cincinnati. Hopefully, it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, 
it's still Derek Brown on our boards, the best defensive tackle, potentially Brown. a top five pick. I've I've seen him go as early as three to the Lions, which I would I also be well. totally fine with. Um, you could even see him go uh, to the Redskins at two. I think you take Montez Sweat, you have Matt Ioannidis, you have uh, Deron Payne, and they got a, like a plethora of defensive linemen. So they could add yeah. to that with Brown or Young. I just don't think you can pass on Chase Young if he's there. Can't pass. No, he can't. Cannot do it. If but. if Young goes one to the Bengals, I would think Brown would go two. Brown, could, Brown yeah. or Simmons. He really we, could. You, could. you could see a number of positions. You could you know see the the edge of Young, interior defensive lineman at Brown, you know Simmons. Man, I'm not even going to give him a position. Or you can go even you can go tackle. Trent Williams wasn't there all season, and it was clearly an issue. So yeah. you could see him even go, you know, an Andrew Thomas or a Jedrick or Wills. Bush. Yeah. Or a number of offensive tackles that we, we have. absolutely could. But Derek Brown is just an absolute monster. You watch his tape. He's explosive. For a guy his huge. size. He's, he yeah, he's huge. also huge. <laughs> For a guy his size, he's uh, he could be a monster in this league. He has the potential to be a monster. And the Panthers definitely need some penetration uh, in the middle. Yes. Yes, Help that do. poor run defense. Porous. Aha. Bigger word. Get wrecked. All right, Brady, you win. But what you don't <laughs> win is we've changed up our number eight pick. Our 1.0 had CeeDee Lamb. This, uh, this mock happened. draft. <laughs> yeah, of course you still wish it happened because, you know, you love OU. You're an OU fan. Yeah, number eight, Arizona Cardinals. They take offensive tackle slash guard. Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. I mean, with with this pick, I feel like you really couldn't do worse than this. Worse than this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Keep going. But a t- <laughs> <laughs> I said that going. the other day, and Brady just didn't I respond to it. He was, was mad. <laughs> he told me that that was the worst joke he's ever heard. I never said that. <laughs> ah, got him. <laughs> anyway, this guy's just a great all-around uh, offensive lineman. He can pass block. He can run block. Uh, there's no reason he should fall. Uh Below, I have the Browns here, but they pick at 10. Um, but there's no reason he should fall below 10. But we right. have him going 8 here. Um, that really help he, you know, Kyler Murray, man. Yeah, Kyler Murray definitely needs – I mean, he could move. So if he moves more out of the pocket, starts running like he did, you know, the last six games, six, seven games of the season. Yeah. I mean, he could be a 1,000-yard rusher. No could, doubt. Could. Yeah, but he could. With he's this definitely addition, passer first. Yeah. I mean, he's got the arm to do it. Uh, but with this addition, he should be able to pass a little bit more and have, uh, you know, more time to throw the ball deep to hopefully Christian Kirk and or their plethora of receivers that they drafted last year. Larry. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, Andy Isabella. Hakeem Butler. Butler. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Not the, yeah. Not the guy that got drafted in 98. We're not talking about that guy. He got drafted in 98. Wow. I think he went number one to the Jets in 98. 98 or 99. Crazy. Yeah, this will help the Cardinals. They need offensive line help. Yeah, for sure. I could see them going and trying to get more offensive weapons, but they they need to be able to block, man. Yeah. You have to be able to block in the NFL. For sure, for sure. Worfs is just so good. Well, how deep the class is, so their second-round pick will be still pretty early since they're picking at eight. It'll be at, like, 40. Yeah, you could see LaVisca still there. Yeah, yeah. You could see a guy like LaVisca who could fall due to injury. That would be nuts. Kyler and Lucas awesome. and all Kenyon Drake. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Man. I just thought of that. Yeah. I thought it, then I said it. Whoa. That's from Bill Burr. Sorry. You can do that? 
<laughs> All right. Now, on number nine, Jacksonville Jaguars, we have Javon Kinlaw moving up from the 13th spot up to number nine. Uh, good we pass rush. Simmons here. We had Simmons Before. here, but he's not on the board anymore. It's he's gone, so we had to pivot. Yeah. We had to pivot. pivot. There we go. All right. <laughs> great minds think alike, Brady. Uh-huh. Yeah. True, uh, offensive, I mean, he's a great offensive lineman. He's not. He's not. No, a, he's don't not. put him there. Don't play him there. He's a interior pass rusher, and I think that would definitely help out uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, especially with Calais Campbell kind of on the back end, really on the back end of his career. Um and this guy would easily – I'm would i not going to say easily replace him, but he can. He has the ability to replace him. Him and Josh Allen, you're going to get to the quarterback a lot. Should, oh, yeah. Should. They have <laughs> the ability was, to. Their interior was in trouble. Ken Law is great. Uh, it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. I think it's a great pick. Uh, he's been shooting up boards. We've seen him high as six, seven maybe to the Panthers. Vibrating? Yeah, uh, yeah. If depending on where uh, Brown goes, yeah, it's yeah. kind of depending on that top five. Because if the top five is all shaken up, I've seen the less, uh, next people, fifteen picks are all shaken up. I've seen like rankings; they just rank players, not necessarily uh, where they go. I've seen him as high as the sixth best player in the draft. This guy is that good. Yeah, yeah. All right, on number ten, the Cleveland Browns, and our biggest jump from our one point is Mackay Becton. Yes. I think I'm saying that correctly. I'm pretty sure Back it's Mackay. Probably Mackay. I mean, it looks like Mackay Becton. Out of Louisville. 6'7", uh, 369. <laughs> Big dude. Uh, all you have to do is uh, Google this guy, and you'll the first video will pop up. I talk about it all the time. He takes a guy off the snap and throws him off the screen. <laughs> that's that's all you need. Isn't that's it a, awesome? It's the best video I've seen. The best O-line video. Yeah, it's yeah. like a five-second clip. He comes off the edge. He gets him, pushes up, and throws him off the screen. Like, it's, it's like a blindside clip. It's fantastic. It's a, it's And for a guy he his size, huge. he's huge. Six, seven, three, six, and he's, he's like, well, yeah. It's, okay, so that's like a normal size human, you know, number 55 from NC State. Uh, and that's Mackay Becton. <laughs> so Obviously, big. that's I do not I I do not want to be. Uh, I think that's Holden or Holder. I don't want to be that guy right now. <laughs> My job you should not be. Around. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, get around uh, Mackay Becton. Are, have you seen him? <laughs> I'm not making it. <laughs> His NFL comparison is the Great Wall of China, because um, you know the Mongols couldn't get across that, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's actually it. Trent Williams, but uh-huh. <laughs> throw a little throw a little comedy in there, you know? Yeah. It didn't it probably good. didn't land, but <laughs> nice job there, Michael Scott. Jeez. Hey. Need comedy and everything. Yeah, the Browns need an offensive lineman. This is the best one on the board. That's pretty simple. Yes. They get Josh Jones, I that would be this is the most Cleveland Browns thing to do. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right, on number eleven, the New York Jets, they take the first wide receiver off the board and C D Lamb. Lamb. We love CD Lamb. He's a, he's he's got all the tools to be a fantastic receiver in this league. Uh, giving you know, Rodney Anderson likely not coming back to New York. Yeah, I've seen him. This would be. It a, looks like he's gonna be. Yeah, this would be an ideal replacement and probably an upgrade. One hundred percent. I think an upgrade immediately. Yeah, one hundred percent upgrade. I changed my words. <laughs> yeah. This is a, yeah. This is more. It's more like if if the Jets want to replace 
and they still want somebody like Robbie Anderson, they'd CD Lamb. If they want to move for a different type of receiver, I think they'd take Jerry Judy. But, I mean, CD Lamb, I think, is going to be one of the best making receivers in the NFL. He definitely has the potential to be. So, he make every catch. He's faster than a lot of people. Yeah. His body, yes, tremendous body control. I just read that. I, I, the catch he had in the uh, in the game against LSU was this. Yeah, I, I love CD Lamb. Yeah, he's he has the potential to be really good. Uh, hopefully, Adam Gase doesn't ruin him. On number twelve, which we have another receiver, hopefully, the Las Vegas Raiders good. take Jerry Judy. I mean, this guy could go in the top ten. I mean, CeeDee Lamb could also go in the top ten. They, yeah, they have the. They're graded that high, I think. Mm-hmm. For it's sure. Need and a lot of these top teams don't necessarily need a receiver. <laughs> Just weird. No. I mean, <clears throat> all teams could use a player like Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb. Or CeeDee Lamb, yeah. I mean, I've seen Jerry Judy go as high as two, to the skins. Crazy. I the, think there's bigger needs, but. Yeah, the Raiders need a pure wide receiver one. Because that is the one of the big holes that they had last year, and Jerry Judy is that. This would be a great fit for both teams mm-hmm. if he falls. I, I'm scared he doesn't fall. Because the other thing, because I don't 12. think twelve would be him falling. Well, no. With how stacked I, this draft is, I don't the think the problem that's him falling. is I I see teams who really like Jerry Judy trading above twelve because you could see people trading like to ten, eight, or not necessarily not picking any like particular team, but if they're drafting offensive linemen, it's like, Hey, we want to trade up to get a receiver. It's like that offensive lineman's still there for them to take later. I, I think that's a possibility as well. Yeah. If a team really likes Jerry Judy or CD lamb. Yeah. I think, see, I think in this draft, you could see quite a few trade ups into that top, top 12 area to get a guy like Jerry Judy or CD lamb. They have to really like him. Yeah. It's, it's same with the quarterback that's, position. <clears throat> Yeah, but I I would love if he goes to the Raiders. Uh, in Dynasty, it's looking like I may even draft him uh, in our Dynasty League. We kind of went through, was probably going to draft two, and I have two first-round picks, but and I might get both. To me? No, I might get both Cherry and Cindy, depending. That'd, that'd be nuts. Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be nuts. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the Las Vegas Raiders, there's rumors going around that they're shopping Derek Carr. Yes. And I bring this up, Brady, because your team is the is on the. I heard. I think that was a bit of a joke. That's what Derek Carr said. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. A bit of a joke. Older helicopters is with this. <laughs> I do I think he'd be a great fit in Chicago. I wouldn't mind. Moving on from Trubisky. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. Missing out on my homes. Trade for Derek Carr. I was really hoping Brandon was going to be yeah. on the show today when I brought that up because we know how much he <laughs> loves Derek Carr. I want to see Andy Dalton. I'm still on the Andy Dalton trade. That would be an interesting one too. He was also on the list of like veteran quarterbacks that they're looking at. And yeah. I think Derek Carr would be the better. Of the two for the Bears, but but we'll see. Okay. On number 13, Indianapolis Colts, we have them taking Justin Herbert up one yeah. spot. Uh, again, no trades, so we could see the Colts jump up to take Herbert or Tua, for that matter. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but he's been shooting up boards. A lot of people have him rated as a you know round two to round four quarterback. We have him going thirteen. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. He, I think he's going to be good. He's got some work he has to do, but he's got the tools. But he does. He is a bit of a project. But you can do that in Indianapolis because you have uh, Brissett, Brisket as your quarterback. So you yeah. can sit for at least one more year under contract. Too so you can sit. Money. You can True. sit Herbert if you really wanted to. <clears throat> yeah, you could. Uh, they, yeah, they're they're in a position to sit and uh, have him wait if he needs to, which is nice. Um, and that's kind of why we have him going to the Colts as well. It's like he needs to sit. He can sit. He's going to get really good. There's really good coaching in Indianapolis. That's yes. the other thing. It's terrific. Yeah. Terrific coaching. Eh for the Colts. So I think that not only is that a uh, good for the Colts, but it's really good for Herbert uh, as a professional. Uh, so I think he'd really like to be in Indianapolis. Yeah. So if, if Justin Herbert does go, say we get the top five spots, right? And at six, they don't take Jedrick Wills. They take Justin Herbert as their quarterback. Do the Colts still draft a quarterback at 13 and go with a guy like Justin Love? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I was, I think Jordan Love goes in the first round. I don't know where. I can see, uh, yeah, I can see Colts, the Bucks, the Saints, the Patriots. It it really depends. I think, again, this is going to be combine pro day dependent. Yes. But somebody's going to like Jordan Love, and they're not going to wait to draft him. He is he's, – he's really, really talented. The other thing, it, it's similar to the uh, – um, who's the Rams coach? Um, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. It's the Sean McVay effect. The only reason Cliff Kingsbury got his job in Arizona is because what, of what Sean McVay did. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason Jordan Love is really, really moving up is because of what Patrick Mahomes just did. Yeah. For, for sure. Because they're so similar. Yeah. They, uh, couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Let's move to number 14. Oh, I clicked something. Wouldn't number 14. Behind brisket? I mean, if they had to, they could. That's the point. Yeah. Number 14, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have them taking offensive tackle Andrew Thomas. Um, we had him going at four in our 1.0. We have he him. Fall, tra- he's falling right now. Just because of the, we'll the amount of tackles that are. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many tackles in this draft that could go in the first round. And they're all fairly similar. So teams that are yeah. needing tackles are They'll taking be able tackles. To get them. Yeah, you'll be able to get a tackle. There's, I mean, there wouldn't be any reason to really trade up. Un- unless you literally see all – if you see Becton go, you see Wills, and you see Thomas all go in the top ten, yeah, worse included, that's the one I was missing, you might be in trouble. You're getting scared. <laughs> then you're looking at Austin Jackson, uh, Josh Jones – uh, George Niang. Wait, no, that's a basketball player. The guy from TCU, his last name's Niang. I can't remember his first name for the love of God. He's not in this draft, so no spoilers there. Uh, but he does have – some people do have him as a first-round talent. But you'll be able to get an offensive tackle. So Andrew Thomas yeah. coming to 14 isn't surprising. going to um, depend on team grades, that's all. Yeah. He is, he's still the highest offensive tackle on my board. Uh, Jedrick Wills is kind of right there with it. Um, Beck, it's all real close. 
But Becton, for me, I love Becton. Yeah, Becton's size Becton. and yeah, we're we, we're kind of on the Becton train, <laughs> to be honest. But for right now, Thomas is one of the highest. I ha- we have him as the highest this on is, our board, but this is a top ten talent that is falling outside of the ten. Yeah, like, I've seen him go as low as nineteen to the Dolphins. But every single tackle we all mentioned is a top ten talent, and yep. one of them, one or two of them, are going to fall. Yes. And not only that, like we mentioned earlier, if teams want to trade up. The teams who are taking these tackles, they can trade down. Mm-hmm. It, what for what it seems, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. If the if the quarterbacks are off the board, I could see Tampa trading down here, and you know, yeah, getting, getting exactly. someone like getting in front That's of the right. Broncos talked, to take our next pick here we, at fifteen. We talked about uh, who's like, wait, the Bucks could trade down because we're like, I don't know who they're going to take. <laughs> yeah, like their their team needs are so up in the up in the air. But with number fifteen, Denver Broncos, we have them still taking Henry Ruggs the third. Yeah, legit four-two speed, great hands, very consistent. I mean, his route running is a bit of a concern, but something he can work Famous on speed. with uh, Drew Locke. Uh, route running is something you can teach. Man, that's yeah, but if you hard. have it coming in as a rookie, like look at Terry. McCoy. I know, I know, you're you're excited about it, but it's such, it's such a teachable. No, oh, it is aspect I agree. of 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 the game. That's why quarterbacks switch to receiver. They, they have all the other because things. Because it's easy. No, they have all the other things. It's just, it's te- no, it's teachable. It's not easy. Yes. It's teachable. Well, what about wide receiver going to quarterback? Can they make the NFL? Probably not. Oh, really? I know. I know one. <laughs> he didn't do it in the NFL, Alec. No, okay. he didn't do it in the NFL. He did college. But he did it in college, and then he went to the playoffs <laughs> and got it's battered. It's unlikely. That's true. It's very unlikely. It doesn't this... happen very often. <laughs> This is a really, 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 really good fit for the Broncos because they need a second receiver. They have a few. They had Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, Along with and neither Sutton. of them. Well, no, no, no. Outside of Cortland Sutton. Okay. A second. They need a second one. They didn't really step up. We saw Noah Fant uh, have some flashes for next year, but they, they just need another pass catcher. And Cortland Sutton, how good he is, just coupling him with a a burner like Henry Ruggs is going to be great. And we see like speed is killing right now in the NFL. It's a big part. Again, it's what the chiefs are doing, but you need a guy like this. I agree. I agree. All right. On number 16, we have the Atlanta Falcons getting a steal here. AJ Epinesa. He could go as early as he'd go in the top 10. Yeah. I mean, he was a preseason top five pick projected pick. Uh, and he's kind of fallen down due to the lack of need at edge, which is surprising in the NFL. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of edge drafts drafted last season, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see, I could see him going forward to the Giants. Honestly. I mean. Yeah. I wouldn't think that was. I don't think that's a reach at all. I, no, it's not. I, picking anywhere from here to one would not be a reach to get it, a, it's, AJ Epinesa. He will go after Chase Young. Yes. Yeah. But that once sense. Chase Young's off the board, he's viable to go <laughs> that's pretty much the yeah. only thing stopping him <laughs> yeah he's got he's got the length he's got he's a straight bull rusher the power coming off the edge is absolutely insane um his numbers from last season 11 and a half sacks four force fumbles uh, i don't include the tackles when it comes to edge rushers because they're always so low it's like what's the what's yeah the <laughs> but yeah they are aj Vanessa, this would be a steal for the falcons uh great pick great pick here this is a he'll he'll immediately impact the Falcons in their defense. Like yeah, with Dan Quinn, yeah, immediate. I love it. I I don't. I'm scared he doesn't fall, but because he he's just kind of him falling here. But I think he can, and I really hope he does because I think 
great for both sides. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> On number 17, the Dallas Cowboys, we have them taking a safety, which we have them taking at 1.0, but we have them taking a different safety in Xavier McKinney. Good safety. Great safety. I mean, I'm I'm more on the Grant Delpit boat as a top safety, but his his missed tackles do concern me. He's much more of a, a big hitter, so he kind of goes for it and misses. Uh, <laughs> McKinney's a little bit more consistent. Uh, he's a good tackle on the open field. Obviously, he can cover. He even plays a sub-package linebacker which would give right. Jalen Smith and Vanderesh a little bit of a break from time to time. You can throw McKinney in the box. I mean, right. he'd be able to lock up tight ends. He can cover receivers. All around, great safety. Great. Pick. This is nice for the, the Cowboys because they need uh, they need this. They're kind of like a, oof, excuse me, a defensive back just in general. And this, there's nobody with that huge of a need at safety. So the top – McKinney and Delpit, I think, have uh, draft or round one grades, and they're falling to seventeen. Both of them are. So yeah, it's really uh, nice for. I saw a story. Cowboys. I saw a story yesterday, Brady, that Tua Tagovailoa, his ideal team, would be the Dallas Cowboys. Really? Yes. <laughs> and the the Cowboys are pulling all this. Oh, we're going to be aggressive and trade up. They're all saying this. I saw a draft, like a mock draft, where the Cowboys trade up to like. 12 or 13, and they took Xavier McKinney. I'm like, going to be available. He's 17. <laughs> like, like, the Jets don't need it. Uh, the Raiders draft, drafted a safety in the first round last year. Um, I mean, the Falcons, the Falcons may, maybe, but they got Keanu Neal, but he can't really stay healthy that, that often. The Falcons, maybe, but again, there's two safeties that are available. And yeah. there are a lot of cornerbacks that are still available. Yeah. Like Fult, or not, uh, Henderson, I believe. Yeah, Henderson is available on our board, at least. He, we really like really like Henderson. Um, but let, let's move on to number 18, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we have them taking Josh Jones. It's Bit a of a pick. project. It's a good pick. I'm not – I mean, he's still going to be a good – and uh, coming out, like, he's big. He's got the size. He'll be a good offensive lineman. But, yeah, he has some learning he has to do. Yeah. And with, and with a team that's rebuilding like the Miami Dolphins are, they have the time to, to yes. do this with Josh Jones. Correct. That was our thought process. Yeah. They've got yeah. time. They can, just like with Tua, they've got time. They've yeah. got another year or two, and if they're not good then, then you have to move on. <laughs> yeah, and then you might be looking at another offensive tackle. <laughs> All right, on number 19, moving a little quick here, the Las Vegas Raiders with their second pick take cornerback C.J. Henderson. Great pick. Yeah, best top corner on my board. <clears throat> He's got incredible reach. He makes – look. I mean – just looking at this picture, you can see his arm length. Even with like his arm bent, that's you could tell that's a really long arm. <laughs> Not even looking at if you look at just half this picture, you can tell that that guy has length. At six one two oh two, he can match up with any receiver. He's I mean, his his combine could have him shoot up into the top ten. Yeah, yeah, he definitely could. This is one of those things that the Raiders take. Uh, really, really athletic players, and they get two really, really athletic players mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in their first for their first two. Picks. But Brady, we didn't. They in our mock draft, they didn't draft anyone in the first round that played in the national championship game. That is true. Scary. Very scary. Scary, scary, scary. Yeah. So they have to take like to do Patrick it. Queen, right? We had them taking Patrick Queen with this pick. Yes. <laughs> our one point oh. Patrick Queen. Who else? Uh. Do they have an edge rusher? 
Yeah, Chase LSU. Chase on. T. Higgins. Yeah. What if they don't go? Uh, Instead of going Judy, they go T. Higgins. I would probably not, no, no, throw maybe, something. They would. They would take somebody else, and here they would go T. Higgins. Oh, okay, okay. I was <laughs> like, if you go T. Higgins over Jerry Judy, <laughs> I will throw something. <laughs> On live stream because when we're on round one, we are live streaming our reactions. Me and Brady. Yes, we we're not. We can't do the. Yeah, we're not going to show itself, it. But we can talk about it. Yeah, but we're going to have it on our screens, and we'll talk about it pick by pick. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's gonna be a good day. Good day. Uh, number twenty, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have them taking safety Grant Delpit. Yeah, they just need defensive. They help. need defensive uh, help. They clear up use, that middle. They could use a receiver. Maybe uh, we'll see. They they re-signed Chris Conley, so it, okay. it to me it seems like they have Shark, they have Conley, they have and Westbrook. then um, and then Westbrook. So to me, especially if they 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 went with Conley, they are moving away from the receiver at least in the first few rounds or the first round. Yeah, yeah <clears throat> and taking defense, which they need. Yeah, uh, I talked about it when we were talking about Xavier McKinney how he's much more of a big hitter. Uh, he could. He's going to lay the wood. But he's got tremendous yeah. upsides when it comes to his own or man coverage. His NFL comparison was Derwin James, and we saw him fall uh, in the 2018 draft to 18. So I don't think this is falling for Grant Delpit. I think this is where people have him going in this vicinity in between, like, 15 and 20, probably. Uh, maybe I've seen him a little later in, the, like, the 23 area. But I think this is a good spot. I think it really – Helps that uh, that pass defense in Jacksonville. Yeah. They need a lot of help, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. On number twenty-one, the Philadelphia Eagles. We have them taking another wide receiver, but it's not Lavisca Chenault. It's T. Higgins oh, at a Clemson. Uh, Brady, you really like T. Higgins. I like T. Higgins. I like any receiver that goes to the Eagles. And this is a fan, like from a fantasy perspective as well. We're doing a redraft, or not a redraft. We do a rookie draft in Dynasty. Um, for me, I am kind of circling, or at least highlighting, because I have two first-round picks who the Eagles take, because I think immediate impact, year one impact, uh, it's gonna. This may be the highest, uh, from a fantasy perspective, looking at how like Carson Wentz was still pretty efficient with quarterbacks as his wide receiver, getting a guy especially like T. Higgins. To couple with Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, I've heard, is maybe moving on. I've heard that as well. I'm sure they'll sign somebody, and then I think they'd get somebody like T. Higgins. I I am very excited for this offense and and a, and a, a playmaker like especially like T. Higgins at, like could be added to the Eagles. All right, Brad, I have a question for you. Would would you if you're the GM of the Eagles, would you trade this pick for Stephon Diggs? Yes. Okay. Late enough. Yeah. With I mean, I I only ask because of how deep this wide receiver class is. So you could still yeah. get a rookie wide receiver even late in the second round. You're We've seen how those get, guys. You're gonna get a pick back with a that digs trade anyway. I don't think you're gonna trade see a trade up from twenty five to twenty one. So you might get like a third in digs for this first. Or right. That's what fourth. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna pick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's been rumored that Diggs isn't happy in Minnesota, so yeah. and I think Philly could be an interesting spot for him to go. To go. Yeah, that'd be a good. That'd be a really great 
great spot. I'd yeah. love to have Diggs on the Eagles. I, I'd love to have the receivers for the Eagles next year. I I actually I know they they had such an awful season. There's injury, but like I said, Carson Wentz really by the end of that last year he looked really good. Mm-hmm. They were moving the ball. Miles Sanders is going to help them move the ball, get first downs. That's an offensive team, man, and their receivers. Whoever's going, whoever's lining up, I'm excited from a fantasy perspective. Oh yeah, it's going to be a good one. They have they have a lot of potential, especially if they if they get a guy like T Higgins right here. I think he has He's the ability to be uh, immediate impact. He is sure. such a playmaker. For sure. And that's just what they need. Yeah. On, on number 22, the Buffalo Bills, we have them taking an edge rusher. Yeter Grossmanos out of Penn State. Oh, Grossmanos. Man, I didn't change this at all. It's going to say Harold Landry needs help getting to the quarterback. <laughs> Harold Landry <laughs> doesn't play for the Bills. <laughs> this is all wrong. I messed up. I, I forgot to change Delete it. that side of the – Yeah, I forgot to change it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Yeter, good edge player. The Bills are kind of the, one of those teams that could trade out of the first round. They don't really have a ton of, you know, impact yep. needs, so they could just go for depth later in the draft. So let's move on to number 23 so we don't have to look at this anymore. The New England Patriots, they take tight end Cole Komet. I love this pick. I love Cole I Komet. Great. <clears throat> it was clear that the Patriots were missing a tight end. Yeah. The lack of tight end in that offense. I- and the, it, it's obvious. just clear how much it was used too. Yes. Or like obviously it was used a lot with Gronk mm-hmm. because Gronk was that type of player. But it, it, like it was such a need to have in their offense. Like even if it wasn't Gronk, they just needed somebody who was good at like not Gronk but decent. <laughs> yeah, and they just didn't have it. Yeah, and Cole Komet has all the tools to be a star. You know, receiving yeah, tight end in this league. He needs to work on his blocking a little bit, but what tight end doesn't? Like, yeah, let's be real. Every 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 good tight end. That's yeah, what... his first oh, his first start. Pass yeah, pass catcher. Yeah, tight end. Oh, he doesn't block. Oh, pretty... <laughs> let's take him at seven. <laughs> uh, I just realized I took this picture from what looks like the spring game. Yeah, it's definitely I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> <laughs> Playing against Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, interesting. He plays for Notre Dame. Also, by the way, he is a two sport athlete. He played baseball. He was a closing pitcher. His freshman closing year. pitcher. Yeah, I guess first base. He, he has the size, but he also has the size to be a really high velocity pitcher. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> he had eight saves his freshman year, but he only played the one year. Yeah, but yeah, Cole Komet be a great fit for that. Love offense. Cole Komet. It's a great. Yeah, I can see him fall out of the first round. Unfortunately, he absolutely could. Uh, just just tight end stigma. Well, there's not a lot of need around the NFL for it. This is I the think, only the, team I saw with a need at tight end. I see. I've seen him go to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Ugh. in the in the first round as well. <laughs> I think they're the only team that may. Well, I don't know. It, it, the Patriots don't have a lot of huge holes either, besides tight end. Yeah, yeah. And maybe quarterback. Ha! Yeah, they could. They could go. I've seen Jacob Eason. Right, Jacob. Yeah, yeah Jacob, Jacob Eason. Eason I've here. seen Eason go all the way up to the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to mention that when we were on the Colts, but uh, I mean, I've seen Jake Fromm go this high like it's it's nuts it's nuts all right on number 24 the new orleans saints we have them taking a different wide receiver this time we have them taking jalen rieger uh speed for days this guy reminds me a lot of tyreek hill with his ability to go get the football and his i mean obviously his speed um god i didn't change this one either <laughs> i've been very busy with the work <laughs> I apologize. Uh, we've both been very busy. Oh, man, I, opening a restaurant is difficult. It's a oh, lot. Oh, you're opening? Yeah, we just opened the restaurant. 
the Chewies? Yeah, Chewies. open Chewies. the Chewies. We have Chewies and Chimmies here in Lubbock, and I always mix them up. Yeah, one of one of our trainers is from Lubbock, and of course I like to, you know I like to talk a little trash about Lubbock. Oh, He's really? like, "What's wrong with Lubbock?" And I'm like, "Have you seen yeah. Lubbock?" Everybody, everybody says, "What's wrong?" Man, Lubbock. Uh, I won't get into it. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there there are a lot of good things about Lubbock that people don't realize. I don't know about that one. <laughs> really? You don't? How much? I know. Okay, you you live for free, but if you didn't live for free, you'd want to live in Lubbock. That's true. All right. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, anyways, so looking at his college stats, this is from his junior year. His senior year was cut a bit short due to uh, some injuries, but it's not really a concern uh, too much. It wasn't anything like, you know, an Achilles or ACL. Uh, 72 catches, 1,000 yards, and 9 touchdowns in his junior year. You watch this guy's tape, and you will be as surprised as I was about how well he can high point the football for a guy that's 5'11". Like, he could Uh, easily jump over you Yeah, without even breaking a sweat. I absolutely love this pick, and I I, I saw one thing that's like uh, I've kept that I saw. It's like some, another person who's like Jalen Rieger to the Saints, and I, like I look, you look through everybody's and whatnot. It's like if if Sean Payton liked Brandon Cooks, he's gonna love Jalen Rieger. Yes, I think I think coupling him with Michael Thomas with Drew Brees is gonna be uh, Sean Payton will make sure he's he gets the place he needs. He's gonna be electric with the Saints if he goes there. Yeah, yeah. All right, on number 25. Oh, on number, tw- on number 25, the Minnesota Vikings. What? We have to take it. It, like, fidgeted. It was weird. <laughs> uh, on number 25, the Minnesota Vikings take interior defensive lineman Ross Blacklock. It looks like they're trying to move on from Everson Griffin or bring him back on a cheaper deal. I've seen both. Uh, but either, I mean, even if they bring him back, I think this would be a great fit for the Vikings. We have them going cornerback in our 1.0. Uh, we still have them going defense, but just, you know, interior. Um, this guy does have a bit of an injury concern, but in 2019, he was fully healthy. He won the 2017 Defensive Freshman of the Year in the Big 12. Uh, threw that in as kind of a joke, Brady, for you. <laughs> okay. This is for you. <laughs> uh, but the guy's a pure power interior defensive lineman. He's, yeah. I mean, his NFL comparison is Gerald McCoy. I really like his... Uh, his skill set that he he brings to the table for the Vikings. Two, uh, oh my goodness, <clears throat> two TCU players in a row. Yeah. He is definitely shooting up boards right now. Uh, I'm excited for his combine. A lot of these guys that start sh- like, oh, I'm shooting up boards, man. I just, I'm like, give me the combine, man. If they don't, if they underperform at their combine, they're they're done. Yeah, they're, they're gonna fall right back down. Mm-hmm. But uh, he definitely has all the tools. I think Minnesota is going to have to replace. Somebody on their defensive line. I don't think they can sign everybody. For sure. For sure. Uh, on number 26, the Miami Dolphins, third and last pick. Brady, you also really love this guy. Zach Bond, edge rusher out of Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin just kind of develops really good pass rushers. Yeah, they kind of do. They have multiple <laughs> all-pro selections. They share a last name. Just the two that come off the top of my head. Um, if you don't know who it is. Uh, J and JJ. Yeah, JJ and TJ. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this, I mean, this guy's, I, I put it, <laughs> I typed this by accident, but he's wicked smart. Wicked, wicked smart. smart. Wicked smart. He's got an outstanding smart. Smart uh, football. <laughs> outstanding football IQ uh, for an edge rusher. He's a bit shorter. His length is a concern, but 
even with his smaller size, he's still a great tackle tackler in between, like in the trenches. Um, on you know on running plays, obviously. Uh, but when he's rushing about, his quickness and hand usage, hand usage should allow him to get to the quarterback quite <laughs> often. You see, twelve and a half sacks, uh, oh, and I dude, put in the tackles for this one. 53 tackles, 53 tackles. Have sacks, two forced fumbles, and a pick. Yeah. Those are TJ Watt numbers. The, the, the pick he took back for a touchdown, too. Very nice. Yeah. He's... JJ doesn't necessarily get picks. TJ does, though. Well, yeah. Him and TJ are very similar. They're both more of the outside smaller. linebackers, can cover a, a bit smaller. if they need to. Yeah. But edge rushing <clears throat> is, is a force. It's a nice pick for Miami, man. Yeah. It really He's, is. Yeah. Him, him and uh, Patrick Queen are both probably the most wicked smart players in the draft. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> On number 27, the Brady, you're loving all these picks right here in this later later back end. I know, uh, I you did love so this well. one. The, the, I did so good. Number 27, <laughs> Seattle Seahawks take Justin Matabuke. Matabuki. I've pronunciations are difficult. We'll get to oh, a, we'll right. get to another one. <laughs> I already no, have it pulled up. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> we're, we're I'm not saying it because I don't know how to say it. I have it pulled up, so it'll be fine. Anyways, Justin Matabuki at Texas A&M. Uh, the Seahawks need some defensive help. It, well, their whole offensive line is a free agent. Their defensive, defensive line. line. Yeah. They're, the, all of them are mm-hmm. free agents. Yeah, but this guy, this guy has the explosiveness to be a good uh, penetrator on run-stopping abilities. I mean, his he's more of a He's like a hamster. He's very small, but he's jacked. It's like a hamster. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, uh, Pete Carroll knows what to do with guys like this. Yes. Yeah. He's very versatile when it comes to being on the on the defensive line. He could line up on the outside, but he's more you know comfortable you know attacking those inside gaps. You know, he could play nose tackle. He could play uh, off the you know outside part of the guard. So you could go real wide with this guy uh, and really. What? Really have him make oh, an impact. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, his length was like the only red flag I could find in in some draft notes. Uh, That's why he fell his, you know, Yeah, but I mean, it's not enough to keep him out of the first round. I don't think he could. No, he could, he... but he's gonna. He would go real early in the second. Like I don't right. see him falling that much <clears throat> past you know thirty two. Really good. Good fit in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, number twenty eight, the Baltimore Ravens. We have him taking Kenneth Murray. Um. Yeah. Again, linebackers, you don't really need – there's not a lot of need for linebackers. Uh, there's not. No. But, but the, I mean, Murray is good. Yes. This guy flies all around the field. Good speed for a guy his size, so he's able to do it. Um, his decision-making needs needs some work. But in Baltimore, where they groom linebackers – Correct. You know, and they just re-signed their defensive coordinator to be the highest-paid defensive coordinator. Yeah. Well, they're expecting him to be the top head coach candidate in 2021. Okay. So that's how highly they think of their defense. And if you add to that, Kenneth Murray would be a big part of that defense, I think. Yeah, this is a great fit for Baltimore. And there's I mean the guy's fallen all the way to twenty eight. Yeah, this guy's this guy's not this guy should be going in between ten and twenty. I think Yeah. Like absolutely. If I was just solely baking basing it off not play team needs. Right. He's he's definitely up there. Yeah. He's a good player. Uh number twenty nine. The Tennessee Titans, we have them going edge again, but we have them taking Terrell Lewis, another new addition to the 2.0. Injury concerns kind of, you know, scare NFL teams. He he had an ACL tear in 
2018. He had an elbow injury in 2017. Oh, no. Well, the ACL, I'm really worried about Yeah, the ACL is a little bit more. The elbow, you can get over. The ACL kind of changes your whole game. But even with it, in 2019, uh, six sacks. That's not a big number, but you know how Alabama likes to rotate their their guys in. But his quickness and length have a lot of teams intrigued. And I think a team like Tennessee. 21 solo tackles. Yeah. See, it's not a lot. Not a lot. No, that's that's still a lot for an edge rusher. Yeah. For, well, but looking at the number, if you look at, you know, oh, this guy had like 135 tackles. Those are mostly <laughs> linebackers. But so 21 is kind of low compared to 121 tackles. <laughs> um, but I think the Tennessee Titans can, you know, afford to take a risk here with a guy like Terrell yeah. Lewis. <clears throat> Pretty yeah. much. Like we said with the Yeter Gross Matos, Harold Landry needs some quarterback help getting to the quarterback (laughs) so going edge and i think they can afford the risk here because i like that i think this is their only real need on tennessee like that's the only position i see them drafting it's the only position i've ever seen in mock drafts as an edge rusher round one yes i agree it's going to be edge or interior and I yeah. think Edge is a little bit more because, uh, you know, we have, we Ross Blocklack isn't on the board in our draft. So <laughs> Terrell Lewis is the next guy. Uh, all right. On number 30, the Green Bay Packers take wide receiver Justin Jefferson. I hate this pick because I like it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. <laughs> which is weird because you're just such a huge Packer fan. Your, uh, your idol is yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I hate you so much. I really do. You only have this State Farm Insurance because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I don't even have State Farm Insurance. Which is sad because your brother works for them. That's really I good. know. <laughs> My dad also works in insurance. So we have his insurance, not Alex's. <laughs> Anyways, shout out Alex. What's up, man? Uh, dynamic <laughs> athlete at LSU. This guy is nuts. Um, you see this picture. He had four touchdowns in the first half against OU. Gets nuts. Absolutely insane. 111 catches for 1,500 yards and 18 touchdowns last season. That would have taken him like three games against Oklahoma. Those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a gr- is has the ability to be a really good wide receiver in this league and, you know, pairing him with, him with Aaron, Rodgers Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Uh, yes. You don't want to go up against yeah, I know. It's, but, it's a – Aaron Rodgers just needs guys who can go up and get the ball and make a play, and this is Justin Jefferson. And, and route running actually is very important to, to Rodgers as well, uh, and he's obviously very good at it. Yes. Yes. I love. He doesn't have to, and it's like his, it, you have here. His pure speed will be tested. He doesn't have to be faster than anybody. No. With Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. Yeah, I think this <laughs> is the best guy to pull an AJ Brown. Yeah. After week eight, he has the potential to absolutely take over the league. Yeah, he definitely does. I think T. Higgins will be more if he goes to the Eagles early. I think both will have a very even shot. Jerry Judy, depending on where he goes. C.D. Lamb, I don't really – it may take a year or two if he goes to the Jets. Jerry Judy with the Raiders, I think he also has that shot mm-hmm. uh, yep. to get used to. For sure. I think the Raiders are going to be really good this year too. Unfortunately, they're in a really tough division. Yes. Yes, they <laughs> are. Yes, they are. Uh, on to number 31. 31. 
San Francisco 49ers after losing the Super Bowl. They take Noah Igbanagani. Noah. We call him Noah. Gus Malzahn <laughs> calls him Noah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's the best. Igbanagani. Best I can do. Um, wide receiver turned corner in college. Uh, great. His athleticism is incredible. Obviously, he was a wide receiver. (laughs) He was a wide receiver. He was a highly recruited wide receiver. That's crazy, man. Turned cornerback, and now he's going in the first round of our mock draft. Um, I believe he's he's a a kick returner too. Yeah, he's a nuts kick returner. Average twenty-seven point three yards per kick return. Wow. Yeah, and he's strong. Yeah, it's it's kind of Project E. I mean, I think he's honestly still a good corner anyway. Uh. But the Niners can afford it, and they still have a uh, Salah, Salah, Salah. Yeah, my favorite uh, coach coming. That should have been a head coach. I think so year. too. But yeah, they they'll have an opportunity to really groom this guy. I think in San Francisco, for sure, <clears throat> for sure. All right, on number thirty-two, and the last pick of our two mock draft, the Kansas City Chiefs are taking Patrick Queen. Uh, not a, a lot of needs. Still linebacker. Still linebacker. Not a huge ton of needs for the Chiefs after winning the Super Bowl. They could go offensive line. They could go defensive line. Chris Jones running back. They could go yeah, running back here. That was like kind of this one was kind of a we deliberated a while for this one as well. It's it's hard to see. It's like oh they could go running back and everyone's like yeah they'll go running back but Damian Williams like he it felt like he was finally healthy in the playoffs. Uh, they really used him. I think they wanted to use him all season. So maybe they keep him. They still have a. Um, Whoever they drafted last year, and I'm blanking on names today because I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, the tiny guy. <laughs> that doesn't help he's, me at all. He's itty-bitty. Uh, Darwin Thompson. That was uh, not in the first round. That was like fifth round. I didn't, no, 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 not in the first round. No, just last season. Oh, you're just, just pure running backs. Yeah, Darwin yeah. Thompson. Darwin Thompson. Uh, I, I just – it's hard for me unless, unless I get new information – where they say, oh, no, they're looking for a running back. I, I don't think they will anymore. I agree with that. Unless they come out and say, like, they're looking running back in this draft. There are some – the thing is, there's three freely first-round talented running backs that are all available still right now. Used to be four. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, Etienne was <laughs> where – everybody thought Etienne was going to go to the Chiefs. That would be a nuts so pairing, well. yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. he's – Going back to school. Yeah. Anyways, Patrick Queen, he's he's wicked smart. I didn't put wicked it in smart. this one, but he's wicked smart. He's smart like great. He's I. This NFL comparison, Patrick Willis, I think is on point with his ability yeah. to replays. You know, be the lead, the true leader out there on the field. You know, shifting yeah, exactly. defensive lineman when he sees something, um, and, his, <clears throat> and his athleticism allows him to cover as well. So he yep. could be like, hey, he could be on a blitz and be like, hey. They're throwing the ball. Right? I'm, you know, cover this gap. I'm covering. This I'm covering gap. Darren Waller. I'm co- yeah, I'm covering Darren Waller. Like, first, thought, first one I thought. My first. It's in division. Kelsey. It's in but he's playing thought. with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he only has to do that in practice. He can do that in practice, though. He's smart enough to do that. And he can probably well, cover Travis Kelsey. He's a. He's a. I don't know if anybody can cover Travis. Kelsey. I can cover Travis Kelsey. That was the most Larry thing I think I've ever said. It's like the biggest confidence, like out of nowhere. But yeah, I, I really like Patrick Queen. 
I've seen him go late second round, but I I don't see why he, this wouldn't be a reach for me. It, it feels like he's one of the better players on the board right now. That's outside of the running backs. It's it's he's just one of the better players, man. I, I think all the other DBs are like we're out of first round talents. Uh, not really any more tackles. I've seen them take an interior offensive lineman, and it's late enough in the first where they can do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but other than like, Michigan. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Ruiz? Yeah, Ruiz. And Cesar Ruiz is uh, Wisconsin. Is. No, it's Michigan. Wisconsin. You're thinking Wisconsin. of Tyler Beatis. Oh, yeah, yeah. My my pick would be um, Lloyd Cushenberry third. Lord Cushenberry. But no, we went with Patrick some Queen. crumpets and block. And <laughs> crumpets and blocking. <laughs> <laughs> One of the calls, Patrick, crumpet, crumpet. And then he knows that he has to shift to the left <laughs> to get the crumpets. <laughs> crumpet. Jesus. Oh, man, we like to crack the jokes here, don't we? And they're not Uh, good. (laughs) They're not good at all. (laughs) All right, guys, that is it for our 2.0 mock draft. Again, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, at BadmanFF. You can follow Brady at FF underscore Mashtators, and you can follow me at the FF underscore Madmen. And this mock draft will be uploaded to YouTube. So if you yeah. are listening in your car, you want to see what we have to say about some of these players that we didn't probably say uh, on the on the podcast, uh, go check it out on YouTube. Like and subscribe over there uh, for more mock drafts. We'll be doing a couple more of these before uh, the draft itself. And on draft day, which is April 23rd. Uh, I'm so excited. Me and Brady, for sure. We could have some more guests uh, show up for that. We'll be doing our live reactions of the first round of the draft. Oh, it's on Thursday, too? Yeah, it's on Thursday. I asked for that day off of work, just so yeah, I Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm already off, so. Um. <laughs> Anyways, follow us. If you're listening on podcasts, come check us out on twitch.tv slash ffmadmen. Uh, get your takes in. Ask us some questions. If you've got fantasy questions, if you're in a dynasty league, or re-